Welcome, everybody. I am Rachel Levy-Lesser. And I am Stephanie Goldstein, and this is Life Accessories, a podcast about accessories, clothing, fashion, and the stories behind them. We are two friends who love to accessorize and who remember what we wore on pretty much every meaningful occasion, and that is what we love to talk about. You can follow us on Instagram at Life Accessories Podcast and also on Facebook. You can also email us at lifesaccessoriespodcast at gmail.com with comments, questions, or accessory suggestions. And if you like what you're listening to, we would love it for you to share this podcast with a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. Also, do not forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Today, listeners, we are beyond excited, and I am fangirling here a lot because we are talking to Kristen McGee of Peloton Yoga fame. Now, I am talking to you, Stephanie, in the middle of the day after having taken a Kristen McGee Peloton yoga class this morning, so it's very meta. You are ready. Talk about taking research to a new level. I know it. Yeah, yeah, that is impressive. Yeah. That's Emmy worthy, honestly. I think so. And I, I kept so. thinking when I saw her on my screen, yeah. on my iPad, where I do my I'm yoga. I'm talking to you later today. I was like, I'll see you later. <laughs> see you later, Kristen. Yeah. We're so excited to speak with Kristen. She grew up in a small town in Idaho and had big dreams of pursuing dance and acting in New York, but ended up and ended up sounds like it was a consolation prize. But guess what? She is one of the most sought after and recognized yoga instructors in the city. And kudos to her. Throughout her career, Kristen has been a pioneer in making yoga more accessible. She has starred in yoga DVDs, has privately trained celebrities, and has written books about the value of yoga in everyday life. She is actually a pioneer in the yoga space. She's a superstar. Yeah. Also, she is a busy mom of three boys. She strongly believes that just a few minutes of yoga a day can bring more balance and harmony to your life. Totally. I have to say, I just did a 10 minute class of hers this morning and I already feel so much better. Taking that break is important. I don't do it enough. None of us do it. Nobody does. Maybe some do. I don't know. Who are they? I want to know who they are. I don't know anybody who does it enough, (laughs) but if you do let us know, you can come on the podcast and tell us about it. (laughs) Tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us what it's like. Yeah. Kristen's classes will challenge and ground you while bringing a strong connection back to your mind, body, and breath. That is all Uh. true. I think we're going to feel a lot better after this conversation. I think we're going to. I think, I think so. we're going to. This is our shout out hashtag Peloton episode, which is pretty exciting. It is exciting. I, know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Can't wait to right. welcome Kristen on. Let's bring her on. Hi, Kristen, and welcome to Life's Accessories. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. We are so happy you're here, and we're going to get right down to the most important question. What accessory? do you want to share with us today? Ooh, I'm so excited. I want to share with <laughs> you a tank that I absolutely love that is embroidered because it has the little mantra or uh, saying that I end every single one of my yoga classes with. I do not even remember when I started sharing this at the end of class, but it's just always been something now that I say, and it's resonated with me and my and every day, but in even on my down days, my up days. And I always love to share this with others. And people reach out to me even and say, oh, I always love the quote you share at the end of class. 
So it's everything you could possibly ever want, have, or need is right here inside of you. And I just love having this tank as a reminder. I know even when I'm not wearing it, I always keep it in a little drawer that reminds me. And it's just something I'll save for the rest of my life. Love I that. love that. Love that. Love I, that. I, I told you guys right before we hit record yeah. that I actually took one of Kristen, one of your classes this morning. And I love that mantra. I've heard you say it a lot because I take a lot of your classes and I also take that with me. So can you tell us where that came from? I think it came from very early on in my yoga teaching days. There were moments. It's funny. I feel like in my teaching, a lot of times I'll say things that I'm actually working towards, but it just comes out of this almost like future Kristen. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe I just said that. And I had been going through a bit of a rough patch at, in my late 20s. I was engaged to someone and then we ended up splitting up the engagement. I moved back into the city. I had lived with him for a year in Westchester. 9-11 had just happened. And there was days where I felt really sad. Mm-hmm. And I knew that at one point, like I had a choice to either become more of this victim and and stay in this place of more of a depressed state or not feeling so great about myself, or I could rise up and keep walking into this power of, look at, I have the tools and the resources inside of me to make a choice every day of what I want to focus on and seeing the glass as half full, not half empty, or even being grateful for the fact that I even have a glass and being able to go and do what I love day in, day out. And also I think it was at a point, a pivotal point in my yoga practice and teaching. I had already been teaching maybe about seven or eight years at that point that it was finally sinking into me that what the yoga practice teaches us is how to self-soothe and find our own coping mechanisms from within. So it's not really in this huge broad sense where of course, not every single thing that you need in life is right here inside of you. But if you go inside and get to know yourself more and more on and off the mat, you'll start to find that you have a lot more answers to most of the problems that you think you have. So you start to find the solutions from within. It's interesting what you said about the mantra being self-soothing, because hearing you say it, I felt this sort of sigh of relief. It's such a wonderful and calming feeling. Do you think it's important that everyone have a mantra? And if so, why? I think it's lovely to have mantras and even many various mantras in different situations and different scenarios, whether it's something that's going to help you feel more confident before a race or a speech or a test or an exam, especially when I'm working with younger students or kids that are very nervous. My one son who has a lot of fear at night before he goes to bed and for him to be able to calm himself with, I'm not Mm. afraid, I'm full of love. And I think that you can use mantras in different ways. I don't think everyone necessarily has to have one, but I love to introduce them to people because I do think that the words that we speak to ourselves and the words that we repeat in our minds so often are what help us in so many ways throughout the day. I'm feeling much more calm even after talking to you. So thank you. you. We here at Life Successories are Peloton yoga super fans and in particular Kristen McGee super fans. I told you I just took your class this morning, which I do a lot. Can you tell us how you got into practicing yoga and then how you became a yoga instructor? Yes. I grew up in a small town in Idaho 
And I grew up in a very theatrical family. Both of my parents loved to sing and my dad plays the piano and we had a, a big performing group as I was growing up. I knew I wanted to become an actress. So I made my way to New York University. I was in the theater program there. And lo and behold, one of the first things I did in the morning was a yoga practice. I had a, a student above me was certifying to teach yoga. So Nikki Costello was her name. She would come in and offer yoga to any of us who wanted to try it before our day began, because it has such a similar impact with the way you show up in your present when you're on stage is very similar to the yoga practice where you need to be in the moment. You need to use your entire body to listen to what's happening around you and within you. And I fell in love with it. I almost felt like I had been doing it before, or it was just exactly what was meant to be for me. And the more I practiced, the more I realized, oh, I really think this is something I want to do. When I graduated with my BFA, I started auditioning for various theatrical productions and film and TV and commercials, but I kept falling back on my yoga practice. And I was mm -hmm. using that to, I certified to teach and used that to support my acting career. And then I just kept getting more and more opportunities teaching and finally said, I think this is what I really want to do. I loved the community for one. I always felt so good after teaching a class I always felt inspired and I always felt like I was learning and growing in so many different ways. And then you essentially brought yoga to Peloton. How did that happen? Okay. This is a, yeah. fun I had done a job with Robin in 2015, Robin mm -hmm. Arzon, who's like our incredible. Yeah. You don't need to say her last I know, name. We we know. Know. She's like Madonna. <laughs> So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she and I had done this campaign together. And this was even when I was started teaching yoga, I still had my foot in the uh, fashion fitness modeling. A lot of times I would get calls to come and do like a photo shoot for health magazine or all of these different things were still happening. I never really gave up that. And so I was doing a campaign for a clothing brand and Robin and I were both on this same campaign. And so we met and we were friendly there. And a couple of years later, I was like, wow, I wonder if Peloton would ever have yoga on their platform because huh. they had Colleen Seidman, who I absolutely love. I had studied with Colleen and Rodney, but her yoga portion on the platform, it was more like recorded videos that just lived in a random spot. So mm -hmm. I think that they had mm -hmm. looked into it, but hadn't really launched it as its own standalone program. So that's when I reached out to Robin. I said, do you think Peloton would be interested in doing more yoga? And I think the first time around, she's no, I don't think so. But then a month later, she messaged me and said, come on in and audition. I auditioned in May of 2018 yeah. and started working in July of 2018. And then soon thereafter, we hired Anna Naditi and the three of us mm -hmm. launched the Peloton yoga in December, 2018. I have to ask, what's an audition like? Oh, it is so fun. <laughs> and it was funny because just recently I was talking to my physical therapist, who's a, an amazing trainer. And he said, oh, Drake has a new song out. And I said, oh my gosh, I played God's Plan by Drake in my very first audition for Peloton. And I had put together this playlist that I think that's what really resonated with for me and with Peloton that even when I did the very first MTV yoga DVD, I love to stay true to the principles of yoga and the fact that it's mm -hmm. just this ancient practice that's been around for so long. And I find people often move into more of a spiritual practice after they come in through the physical. 
But what I love about Peloton is it makes it very accessible and very welcoming for a lot of people who aren't quite sure about what yoga is. And so when you add like fun music and more current music and modern day music, and you can vary that music to the rhythm of a class and build a class plan out of it. That's what I think is really fun. Maybe I think I surprised um, them in a good way that I actually had like a cool playlist and I was just really down to earth and trying to make it an an accessible practice for so many. I am shaking my head in agreement here because I couldn't agree more that your classes are very accessible. I had actually practiced yoga before and I came to Peloton yoga, like a lot of people during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. have never left. And I think it's just the greatest thing ever. So it's funny that you brought up the music because Stephanie and I were talking a lot before and preparing for this interview about the music. You have some really cool musical collaborations. I remember there was one, it was a Steve Martin one. Not many people know about his, obviously everyone knows he's an a fabulous comedian and actor, but that he has this musical talent. And so can you talk to us a little bit about the music collaborations for the yoga classes and take us through what that process is like? Yes, it is so much fun. And (laughs) Steve Martin and I started working together. Oh my gosh, maybe 2003. He had been shooting Pink Panther in the city, Pink Panther 2. And somehow someone referred me to teach yoga to him while he was doing the movie And we kept on, he's always been an incredible student of mine and client. And I love that he's still practicing yoga to this day. And so at one point I said to him, because he plays the banjo incredibly and he has opened a show on Broadway. Yes. Yeah. What was the name of his show? It was Bright Star. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so wonderful. And I felt like it did not stay as long as it should have because the music was so great the cast was so great and he had written songs with Edie Brickell for mm. the musical so that music is a little bit more appropriate for a yoga class you could play you could listen to the banjo music the entire class but it's much more <laughs> like kind of fun and upbeat and different and unique where the Edie Brickell songs that he collaborated on had a little bit more of a melody and some really beautiful lyrics and so I asked him I said would you be open to doing a a music a collaboration with Peloton, our artist series, and then Tony Calandra, who's in our music department, and he started emailing each other. And he was like, wow, what a nice guy. And he's like, I can't believe I'm actually emailing Steve Martin. So he was really excited. He helped put together just the outline of the class as far as the music selections go. He gave me his okay on it, his blessing. And then that was the Steve Martin collaboration. I recently did one with Trevor Hall, who I just realized is up for a Grammy nomination. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he is an incredible musician whose music I stumbled upon oh, a few years ago through a meditation teacher and a little bit James Taylor-esque, a little bluesy, but also he brings in some Indian influences because he and his wife were married in India. And he also uh, discovered yoga in high school and started practicing yoga. So he's got a very wonderful, eclectic mix of music that has a a very engaging way of, I think for a yoga class, it's almost perfect. So I reached out, his wife had been taking my classes on the platform and I didn't realize this. And she messaged me and said, oh my gosh, you played my husband's song in one of your classes. And I think this was before I think more people might know who Trevor Hall is now, but this is maybe before many people knew who he was. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'd always had this in the back of my mind. It would be really fun to do a Trevor Hall artist series as well. So we recently did that. And then Peloton always has these really cool options where each month they have a group of artists that they want to showcase and they'll reach out to the instructors and leave it up to us. It's almost like a, a balance of a mix and match, but you put your top artists that you would like to work with. And then they also figure out like, oh, this is perfect for her, or this is a good mix for us. And then you get these really, like I, I got to do the Madonna yoga conditioning class, which I love and the Janet Jackson yoga conditioning class. Yeah. So those were really fun. Super fun. So you you make it so accessible and you also have a book called chair yoga. Yes. It's a Collins. chair yeah. yoga, sit, stretch and strengthen your way to a happier, healthier you is the full book. This book I wrote when I was pregnant, actually, with my twins, and it released in 2017. I had my boys in 2016 at the end of the year, and I was very excited because it was almost perfect timing. I remember doing a lot of seated yoga towards the end of my pregnancy. When with the, Why? My twins. <laughs> I can imagine with twins. So, oh, my God. We wanted yeah. to, again, we are all sitting these days from young kids, yeah. to old kids, too athletes to desk bound people, everyone finds themselves sitting for way too long in order to just take that little stretch break throughout your day, whether it's five, 10, 15 minutes, I have little routines you can do. I always love seeing people do it in the airplane. I love that we did a collaboration with Delta and Peloton because we put some chair yoga on the Delta app when you're flying and some meditation. It's a perfect time when you're stuck in a seat to Make sure that you just are keeping the blood flowing and yeah. it helps you feel so good throughout the day. And it's fun, actually. I find it really surprisingly rejuvenating and you know, almost harder than you expect as well. But you're still doing some yoga postures. You're still engaging your core and mm-hmm. connecting your breath and your movement. So it's really fun. The listeners can't see us, but Stephanie and I are sitting up straighter right now. I know, I know that. I'm noticing that. <laughs> because we all sit for too long at our desks Dude. and we hunch mm-hmm. over, even those of us who get out and walk and practice yoga and all that stuff. So yeah, it's really important. I'm thinking actually of what you were just saying about having this app on the airlines and taking a moment in your day, taking a breath. And to quote you again, one of the other favorite things that you say, and I don't know if you would call it your mantra, but I'm going to tell you what you say, just in case you didn't know it. (laughs) For our listeners to hear it is that you say the sound that the ears love to hear most is the oceanic sound of the breath. And that could not be more true. Did you hear that from somebody? Did you make that up? Tell me about that. Beautiful. I had a, a yoga teacher in Katona. So way back when I was engaged to this wonderful man who lived in Westchester, I lived there for a year. And he said, Oh, my mom loves to take class with this teacher in Katona. So I started driving to her classes. And then once I moved back into the city, I would take Metro North up to Katona to her studio Mm -hmm. just to practice with her because she's so magical. And Naveen would always say that over and over again. And it just sunk into my spirit. It's almost like when you hold that seashell up to your ear mm-hmm. or when you're at the ocean and immediately everything just feels so much more relaxed. I, feel, I think there's a reason why noise machines for babies even have that sound of the ocean wave because it's just yes. so soothing. And if you listen to our breath, that ebb and flow, it's very much like the ocean. 
switching gears a little bit and getting a little bit more hectic, let's talk mm-hmm. about a typical day in your life, oh, which when you have to which, stop and take a yeah, breath. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you are teaching classes in the studio, you have your own fitness routine, and you are the mother of three boys. So you have your hands full. How do you juggle? How do you balance it all? I don't think I balance it all, but I do (laughs) think I have a great system. I love my routine. Mm -hmm. And when I stick with that, it feels really great. I wake up first thing in the morning and I meditate no matter what, like I might use the restroom, but then I go straight to the couch and I meditate before I do anything else. So it's that 20 minutes of just connecting with myself, setting myself up for the day. Then I have my coffee (laughs) and then I start packing the lunches for the boys and getting like their outfits laid out for school. When they wake up, we have breakfast. I get them out the door. On the mornings that I teach early at Peloton, I have a fabulous nanny who's like my best friend in the world. She's been so wonderful. And so I couldn't do it without her. I feel like a lot of times behind every successful person, there's 30 other people who are supporting Mm -hmm. them and, and keeping them going. So she's very helpful. If I get to walk the boys to school, it's amazing because we only have seven blocks to walk. So we're very fortunate and we all get to walk together and then I drop them off. And then I'll usually take a car or a subway down to Peloton. I'll have my classes. After I teach, I usually get my own personal workout in. I'll go and do my own workout or my own yoga practice. And it gives me inspiration to then class plan because I'm always trying to figure out ways to mix up the sequencing or come up with new ideas or, oh, I haven't done that posture in a while. I should really build up to bird of paradise, for instance. So then I'll do my own practice. And then that's when I usually hunker down in the afternoon and try and class plan. Or if we have meetings, I might be at a meeting at Peloton or get anything else I need to do business wise done so that by the time I pick up my boys, I can be present for them. And it's just lately starting to get a little more chaotic when my 10 year olds inquire and my Six yeah. and a half year olds like parkour and one needs yes. to go there and one needs to go there. Yes. You're in lots of different directions. Yeah. So we walk around a lot. And a lot of times <laughs> the boys are great about they'll come with me to one of their siblings' practices and do their homework there, for instance. And then by the time we all get home, we have dinner, we have bath, we do our bedtime routine. But I usually get another meditation into I failed to mention that. So once I get all of my computer work done, I try and do one more. Meditation, yeah. which I've been finding so helpful. It's almost like a rewiring for the second yeah. part of your day. This is so inspiring. I know. I know. Stephanie and I were talking yeah. before we got on with you just about how we often feel overwhelmed. And I feel like everybody does. And I meditate and I love that second meditation in the day. I that know. is so good. It wouldn't even occur to me, right? One is hard enough. Yes. You must have to set boundaries too. For sure. And how do you do that? What would be your advice? Setting boundaries is very difficult. And especially with my boys, because I'm such a attachment style parent and I love them so much. And I Mm -hmm. always want to give to them. I think it's fun to also have no structure and have those days where it's just really once a week, you just have free play, but they almost like getting on a schedule as well. And I find that they do so much better when they know what to expect. Yes. And they have a little bit of a routine built in. And so I think it's more of us just all working together as a team. I also read somewhere that kids do much better when you even phrase it like that. Oh, let's do our this together as opposed to go pick up your room. But when it's a teamwork and we're doing it for our family, they're much more willing to jump in and help out. 
That is so true. Yeah, I totally good, agree with such that. Such a good point. Do your boys practice yoga? They did a lot more. I felt like when they were younger and they were more <laughs> like excited about jumping on my mat with me. I have one who is still the most interested and the other two don't seem as interested, which is fine. I feel like it's usually just keep leading by example. And I think if they discover it or find it later, that's okay with me. And if William wants to keep practicing now and it just lasts into his later stages and ages, that would be great. It's interesting what kids pick up on. So William likes to do the physical poses with me. My oldest son, Timothy, is the meditator. So he doesn't really do much of the yoga, but he always wants to do a meditation at night before bed. They're learning some really wonderful and healthy habits. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite Peloton class you've taught? Ooh, that's a very tough question. And it doesn't have to be one. We'll be lenient at Life's Accessories. How about that? (laughs) Or maybe like type of class or something like that. I recently have really loved the yoga conditioning Mm -hmm. as well as I really love that we have Pilates now on the platform, but I find the yoga conditioning is a really fun way to get a different type of workout. And I also feel like it's that accessibility piece where like, people who might not ever do yoga, maybe they see you doing some sort of familiar strength Mm -hmm. type move. And they're like, Oh, maybe I could try that. And then it gets them into the actual yoga practice. So I do the yoga conditioning for that reason. I love yin. Never would I have thought yin was going to be such a game changer for me. It's like that second uh, meditation in the day. Yin is a very quiet practice. You're stretching connective tissue you'll hold a a posture for maybe three minutes at a time. And it's much fewer postures within the class frame, but each one you're holding longer. And it's like this deep state that you get into and your whole body Mm -hmm. feels like it's just a reset, different in a restorative practice way as well. I love the restorative. I love them all. I loved the Disney class I did for kids. The Disney villains class was really fun. The little mermaid class was really fun for kids. I feel like adults can even take those classes because it brings yes. out the, the kid in you. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that. maybe my most favorite recent one was the 60 minute class because I had a couple of friends in class from California and there was people in the studio from around the world. And it felt like I was back in a studio back in the day where you had like a full hour with students and you have this community, but then also everyone's there remotely as well, taking it with you. But I feel like when people, they're willing to spend an entire hour with you, it's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so true. I want to come in and take a class in the studio in the city. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. But I I would love for you to, I would love to do that. Can we bring it back to the tank top for a moment? Is this something that you wear regularly? Is it like part of your merch or can people buy it? It's it's actually not mine. It's actually someone made it for me and sent it to me because they had a similar, and that's something I'd have to actually figure out if I ever could do something like that, but it's, it's called Juju and Stitch. And so actually hand stitch is whatever you want on your clothing. So whether it's a tank top or a sweatshirt I have a a sweatshirt as well that after she sent me this, that I ordered that has my boys' names on it. Um, Nice. That's really cool. I think that's, it's neat that you can get what you want, whatever you want, whether it's your, you could say boy, mom, it could say whatever you want to. So I really loved what that's when I said, Oh, I wonder if I could put my mantra on a t-shirt. Will it fit? 
I think we should all put our mantra on a t-shirt, right? I like that. We were talking about some life's accessories merch. Everyone's wearing those sweaters these days, like the cashmere sweaters where you get the stuff in there. Okay, Juju and Stitch, we're going to have to link to them in the show notes. Absolutely. Oh, yes, for sure. So Kristen, we could talk to you for hours and hours. This has just been so delightful. But where can our, our listeners can obviously find you on Peloton, but where else? My Instagram channel is Kristen McGee, just my full name spelled out, Kristen with an I-N. Yeah. I also have a website, kristenmcgee.com. I have to admit, I don't really update it enough or, or should. I should get back to sending out a monthly newsletter and just updating people on what classes I'm teaching this month and what's going on in my life. And that's about it. I do have a TikTok account, but I honestly, I don't use that. No, I need to get someone. I, I maybe my ten-year-old in two years. I was going to say you're going to have to have your you're going to have to have your boys help you with younger, that. It's so it's so interesting you say that because I feel like so many of us in the creative fields feel the same way. Instagram seems to be the place where we're all hanging out now, right? Right. It's fun to update. I love to follow you on Instagram. Yeah, we should all get to the website and the newsletters, but who has time? Right. Exactly. And then TikTok. Where what are we supposed to do? You know. That's how I feel. <laughs> we got to leave that up to the kids yeah that's right yeah it was such a pleasure talking to you Kristen we love spending some time with you we loved learning more about your mantra and your tank top and just all about your practice you're totally inspiring and now I'm hunching over so I have to sit back I know and I have to take a deep breath and I want to do a second meditation and I want to take another one of your classes today so thank you for that let me know when you want to come to the studio definitely see what it feels like to add that second meditation in the day And this flew by. It was so easy and fun to talk with you. So thank you. We loved having you. You are a joy. And so thank you so much for spending time with us today because we know your days are busy. Oh, thank you. I felt like this was our afternoon meditation a little bit, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Maybe. In many, it might be. It might just be. (laughs) Thanks, Kristen. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Life's Accessories. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and get in touch. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.